You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Greetings, and welcome to Shared Sagas. This is going to be episode two of our Waterdeep Dragon Heist uh, run-through campaign. My name is Tom. I will be your friendly GM slash DM uh, for this game, as per usual. <laughs> Let us go around the table and meet our awesome players and their awesome characters. Hey, my name's Sam. I play Izzy, a rock gnome wizard. Rock gnome wizard. What does, what does Izzy... So Izzy is uh, agendered yes. and is a wizard and yes. is a rock gnome. What yes. does Izzy look like? Hair colour, age, uh, appearance... Um, I'm not sure in terms of age, but basically they're uh, pretty young looking. You'll you'll get the you'll get the kind of. I know at some point someone's going to say you spent years at wizard school. <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> she, the, the the type of person to go to go like finger guns. Finger. Pew. <laughs> pew pew and like hair yeah. colors. Um, I haven't really decided yet. Okay. <laughs> just assume, just assume like constantly cloaked and hooded. Constantly cloaked because. And hooded. Because wizards are cool. Absolutely. Okay. And and so speaking of which, what 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 do they wear? Is it normally the full robe and cowl type thing? So no, I think they've they've foregone that whole wizarding robe sort of deal. Excellent. Excellent. It tends to get in the way when running from badges. <laughs> Which is of, of, of concern to everyone, I'm sure. Yes, of course. But especially uh, gnomes with their short stature. Yes. Which is a formidable foe. Yes. <laughs> awesome. And Mark. I am Mark. I am playing Hurst, the half-orc druid. Uh, Hurst being... He, I mean, he's a social person. He's just not good at being social. But he likes... He likes plants and he likes the general idea of people Aww. Aww. he's a social person he's not good at being social or yeah. being a person for or that being being no social. no he's not good at being human because he's not yeah. oh. great he's halfway there he's halfway there well he's half orc and he tends uh, strongly to the orc side uh, the other half could be elf for all we know <laughs> The narrator. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes help. people are just up for it. That's hey. <laughs> wow. Uh, and Nick? Uh, I am playing also Nick. Nicholas Locke, one half of the Locke twins. I am a half-elf rogue. Indeed. A, a very gothy appearance from oh. pale black hair, pale skin, black hair. Except. Yeah, well, it's pale skin, just got to spend a lot of time indoors. Darkish hair, not like... Nick, you, no, you just played your blonde hair uh, last time. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious smell boy. Oh, I did. Is, I've got long hair, but it's dark. I was okay. saying, as opposed to yep. bright, white, Lucius Malfoy. No, so, it's not pitch black. It's not Pale skin, dark hair, called Nick. Yes, it's... Yeah, you are literally playing yourself. Like 20 years ago, perhaps, Ooh. yes. <laughs> quite thin, quite lithe, unlike now. Um, <laughs> wears, uh, wears very... Fa- wear like a leather uh, leather doublet, <laughs> a long red sleeves, white puffy thing, you know, a couple of rings. Sort of dresses quite aris- like the aristocracy because, you know, tries to mingle in there. Indeed, and... <laughs> unlike his rat sister. <laughs> oh! speaking, speaking of his rat sister... My name is Nadia, and I am playing Jez Locke, the more attractive and altogether better half of the Locke twins. Who is covered in blood right now. No, no, no. no, She's wiped most of it off. She's more covered in grime, just general grime. Okay. Um, She is a a, a kind of a short for a half-elf bratty. I think I went with kind of like short, sticky-uppy hair. Like I kind of ended up with kind of this version.
version of almost Tank Girl kind of in my head. Oh, that's really her. cool. Do you have like the buzz cut on one side and the little? Yeah, she's she's. It's definitely like very kind of like trendy punk, I suppose. Yeah. That's cool. And also black hair, pale skin. Like yeah, me. exactly. Same same situation. Good. I think maybe she's got a little bit of a dye um, over one patch of her hair. It occurs maybe a bit of pink or purple. Because I mean, you've ended up as the more masculine twin, and I'm quite effeminate, <laughs> so that's quite. That's I love it. We uh, we, 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 we been subscribed to ter- traditional gender roles in this podcast, Nick. Ex- exactly. So actually, now you have a short sword. Is that correct? I do, and I have a crossbow as well. Fantastic. So in your in your offhand, I mean. Do you do you dual wield like a, like a dagger or something like that, or just because there's not I really? So. I mean, I mean, even if you're not trained in two weapon fighting, there's not really. I reason like to, to keep one hand free for snatching. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fantastic. And you, sir. I'm playing uh, Lyle uh, Hedgehouth, and I'm Ben. Fantastic. And Lyle. Lyle. So so Hedge Hedgehouth is it? Hedgehouth. Yes. There we go. Spells like it sounds. Excellent work. He doesn't and hold the hedge. No, I do not. He right. just hearths it. Yes, I do. <laughs> and you, you are a bright red-headed halfling, correct? That's indeed correct. Excellent work. And you do you wear the the, the trappings of a cleric of Timora? Or no. A bit more... No. So he's covered... So our halfling has come out of his urchin hood, but he still retains a number of the habits. Uh, not the habits of a cleric, let's say, or the habit of a nun, before you get there. More along the lines that he gets... He's wearing patched and dark and faded clothes that are stuffed with trinkets and good luck charms and uh, heels of bread and bacon rind that he might need uh, when times get tough. But fortunately, the times don't get so tough because Lyle Hedgehart in the business is a professional good luck charm. As we saw last time, this is 100% correct. So, to recap very briefly our episode one, you know, previously on Morty Dragon Heist, <laughs> you had taken a job from the legendary cartographer and adventurer Voluthamp Gadan to find his friend who went missing after his he, after a night of a night of carousing at the He's on a bed and we can't we can't find him. Exactly so. There's no need to call in a party of adventures for that. It's a weekly occurrence with my friends. <laughs> it was a bad neighborhood down the dock ward. Uh, the skewer dragon is in notoriously rough and seedy dive bar. Like Logan. Owned, <laughs> owned by the Zentarum. You made your way down to the docks, you encountered a a whimsical store, the old Zoblob shop, uh, with trinkets and so forth, from which you pilfered a uh, relatively magical uh, Old compass. Old compass. Indeed. And a, uh, a uh, what was it, a little pea. Yeah. A little pea-sized uh, circular thing of course. So quartz. I, was, I was only half paying attention during that bit. So is it a size of the vegetable pea? Yes. So it's just a little dot. A little piece of quartz. A little piece of red okay. quartz. And the compass will point. I, to thought, I thought you were referring to a letter. No, 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 no. So, so because it was a compass, and I was like, ah, yes, the you know the no, N the N C S C P. Did you say C? Yes, my oh, compass. For for south. <laughs> anyway, so Lord Southquist and vast. Indeed. Now, yeah. uh, it, which so if you think about it, that's actually really useful and can potentially be something you can employ. Yeah, for, uh, tracking people. You then. Uh, saw signs of a skirmish outside that store, which led you, following the trail of blood from said skirmish, you determined that there were two people carousing who looked uh, of similar appearance, both handsome, red-headed, youngish gentlemen. You tracked it down to a Zentarum warehouse, which had clearly been invaded and assaulted by the Xanathar Guild, continuing this trend of the gang war that is going on between those two factions. There were four Kenkus, 
one of which Lyle charmed and told to flee to safety. You then had a battle with the remaining Kenkus and the Xanathar thug woman, who you deftly handled. And then upon defeating them in battle, you found that, in fact, the person that was hiding in a cupboard was none other than Reynar Neverember who is a man who fits a similar, similar uh, description mm. to uh, Flume. You spoke to him very briefly and he mentioned a couple of key things. Number one, that essentially the two of them were captured and assaulted outside the old Zoblob shop. They were both taken here by the Zentarum to be questioned. He had a, uh, a locket of mourning for his mother, which was found with magic, even though previously he had not detected any magic on said amulet. It was given to him by his father. And so apparently they came in. Some of the Zentarum brought in a wizard to, you know, look look over it, cast detect magic or identify perhaps on it. And they excitedly took it upstairs, apparently discarded it after taking a some item out of the uh, secret compartment in the back of it that even Reynard didn't know about. And then once that had all happened, they, they, they went off. And apparently at that point, then the Xanathar guild burst in, had a huge skirmish with the Zents. Floon was unfortunately captured by them, but Reynard managed to, in the confusion, hide in the closet. You found him, etc., etc. You now have uh, pilfered a large number of goods, including a large barrel of essentially pickled fruits. And some paintings. Right. And some paintings. <coughs> uh, you did... The, inf- the important information that you discovered was that uh, supposedly, because Reynard overheard them talking, they had taken Floon down into a lair that the Xanathar Guild has nearby in the sewers. And apparently in the sewers, you can find them by following the markings, whatever that means. The people were told to look for the yellow markings, the yellow signs, <laughs> ominous, and, uh, and, <laughs> and, and follow those. So I think for the sake of my sanity, I'll not be doing that. Yes, quite, quite, quite. And possibly. we pawned off our ill-gotten gains to a street runner. Well, you, well, you were about to. You're, yeah, at right. the, the present time, uh, in true dramatic fashion, as we begin our scene today, you just leave the courtyard, holding, I guess, the, <laughs> the large paintings between you, and hers, being the strongest, will likely be hefting the huge barrel of... Hurst. Oh, sorry, Hurst. Hurst, Hurst will be uh, hefting the huge barrel so of... Have hers a growl or back. Yeah, sorry, just for the podcast. I long time ago, before we started recording, I had a idiot warrior called Herzog Greylaw. Ah, yes. Who was both an idiot and a warrior. <laughs> he was, in, was definitely both of those things. No argument here. Uh, so, uh, you are hefting that barrel as you make your way out into the fog-shrouded alleyway, which of course is called Candle Lane. As you emerge, can each and every one of you actually please give me a dexterity saving throw? As you make your way down the fog-shrouded alleyway. Uh, May I please have a d20? It's 14 for me. 11 for me. Six. Six. Okay. Who got 15 or higher? I got 15. Exactly 15. Yes. So, you are all surrounded instantly in a huge effect, like a webbing spell. You are familiar enough with them. But the strange thing is, this comes from the whistle of a crossbow bolt, which strikes the ground next uh, at, at your feet. And then like a magical item, the crossbow bolt itself just kind of explodes into webbing, trapping most of you. Obviously, you are free, although you're still in yeah. the you know in, in the radius of the web. At that point, you hear a very authoritative voice call out through the fog as you can see a group of figures waiting halfway down the alleyway. Hold! Stow arms! And you can see the tell... As they emerge from the fog up to you, you can see the telltale signs of the city watch. There appears to be a sergeant of the city watch. Quick question. Yes. Do we know these these people to be on the up and up or are they corrupt police? Um, well, listen, to your knowledge, this is not Baldur's Gate. 
Mm. The, as far as you are aware, most of the city guard and city watch are should be ha, have, a, have a pretty good reputation, to okay. be honest, compared to other big cities. This is a you know it's a more benevolent fantasy city. I mean, I'm sure there are some corrupt city watch officials and, and nobles and but they are laws. just this corrupt organization. No, no, exactly right. This is this isn't Gotham. Uh, that that that's more Baldur's Gate. This is more Metropolis. Cool. So, but no, so you can see that there there's a, a rather large squad of them. So uh, an unusually large size, about twelve or so. And now from the from the roof, what you can see is you can see a slightly elderly city watchwoman. Uh, so she's a black woman who looks to be about in her sort of early sixties or so. So uh, getting towards the older side, definitely a veteran. And her crossbow, her huge heavy crossbow that she uh, wields in her hand, she just kind of so, so think of her, I guess, <laughs> kind of almost like a police sniper. You know, like an oh armed, my God, that's so cool. sort of an armed an armed response because the city watch, similar to London, don't normally. Have have crossbows they've just got truncheons and uh, uh truncheons and uh bucklers but this particular squad do each actually all have crossbows as well so they are i guess to use a contemporary analogy they're more of a sort of armed response unit so a, a, a bit more of an elite type thing the guy that strides forward is a tall pale skinned fellow with really 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 close cropped graying hair he has a thousand yard stare really steely blue eyes grizzled appearance like Clint Eastwood or something yeah very much so or, or just like that harsh uh, police sergeant in the bill or you know that, that just that archetype you know like tall standing forward he has his cross he's not pointing it at you just kind of in your vague direction yeah. and he sort of says oh snow arms throw down your weapons uh this is real flattering and everything but uh what's going on from up on top of the of the building, you can hear the woman with the crossbow say, Second shot, sir. Sounds like they might be resisting arrest. All not right. yet. Calm not down. yet. Calm down. We're all friends here. You're not my friend? Continue. Yes. As established last week, my false identity is a as a charlatan. I have a false identity as a member of the City Watch, like uh, one of the enlisted officers oh. of the wall, if you recall. Is it City Watch or City Guard? Uh, so that would be the City... You. So that would be an investigator in the City Guard. Now, this, this is a guy who might be of a rank sufficient to potentially see through like he might know all the actual trained investigators it's up to it's up to you you can you can give it a go <laughs> but uh yes so but no you can certainly well, present you play it out but that is just the thing i was reminded of yeah it's up to you i, th- I, I think i think we can i think we can drop wallow's name I say, uh, is there a problem here, officers? Uh, We're just <laughs> here taking a night stroll, uh, doing a favour <laughs> for a friend. Taking a night stroll and moving house at the same time, are you? Night painting captures the light better. And what's in the barrel then? <laughs> Paint. S- stuff that we don't want to move by day. Art supplies. Attracts attention. <laughs> this is not Expensive sounding very legitimate, guys. Expensive art supplies. I can smell the fishiness from here, sir. She, she calls down from the roof. No, it's art supplies. No fish here. I can't stand the stuff. Second shot's ready. Like, it's not like you're in a position to keep it away from the new mother. All right, all right, all right, all right. And I throw my um, short sword and crossbow down. Uh, Lord Raynar, who of course is with you, uh, not, st- stands forward and says, I say, these people have rescued me. I was captured by Zentarm. They're not members of the Zentarm, and they had rescued me. Do you know who I am? <laughs> just, yes, do you know who he is? <laughs> Do you know who his father is? <laughs> so, so he wonders if his father will be hearing about this. I mean, I don't he's know kind of a big deal. <laughs> and he will be hearing about this, I'm sure. Indeed. Uh, so, wandering up, he says... <laughs> Never ever. So, so the City Watch Sergeant wa- walks up and looks him up and down and says, Oh, I see. Yes. No, I'm very familiar with you. Right, I forgot that we had him with us. Apologies, my lord. Uh, I trust that you are safe and sound. You look a little the worse for wear. 
May I? And he, he, off, he gives him a, a potion. I have been somewhat mistreated, but I think that... Not by us. We weren't the mistreaters. We were the rescuers. Exactly so. Yes. Also, I believe that these brave heroes will require this much more than me. And he gives uh, to it to, I guess, to you? Who was hurt? Yeah, you. not me. Who, who actually Luke. looks... Hurt anyone? No, no. no I, I think we actually managed to go through that without actually receiving any um, injuries. Injuries. Great. Well, that's that's perfect. But no. he he will definitely still give it to you. He like uh, offers it towards us. He offers it towards you and says, "You have much to do this evening, and they are on some important business. They are adventurers who are seeking to rescue my companion." I don't know. Have you ever heard of um, this like little guy writes a lot of books and follow? Volo? Obviously I've heard of Volo. Everyone's heard of Volo. I I, I sort of beckon him close up because I'm not in the webbing. I'm like... Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Sorry, by now the rest of you, the webbing has... Yeah, all good. Sort of worn off now. Yeah. We're on a secret mission for Volo. Okay, (laughs) give me a... I mean, it's it's not it's not a lie. Uh, so <laughs> if this involves charisma, it's minus one, Tom. Well, you. Oh boy. You, yes. All right. I'm looking at our not face, trying to explain things to the law, <laughs> and I'm looking for available places in the dark where I might be able to uh, sneak away. Yes. So well, maybe you, you could back me up with your truthfulness. Potentially, but I had no truthfulness with which to speak of. So we, we are literally on a mission for Volo. Yeah. Of, my character doesn't lie. Well, I, I'll, I'll back you up with truthfulness. So I'll say um, he has charged us with rescuing not only this young, fine, upstanding citizen of upstandiness. Upstandiness. But his companion as well, who is also of noble blood. And unless you want to go traipsing around the sewers. Looking for an abandoned, looking for the lair of one of the most villainous factions of this entire city, I suggest that you not only leave it up to the trained adventurers, but you perhaps pay them a bounty to do so. That's an excellent yes. idea. Yes, ba- bounty. This is still the sort of thing that we pay adventurers for in the city. All right, all right. <sighs> Listen, I feel like we may have got off on the wrong foot. My name is Captus, Captain Hustus Staggart. Captain Staggart to you, except you, my lord. Yes, Hustus. So, if, you, <laughs> if you'd be kind enough to offer them a bounty, I, I would suggest uh, for rescue, perhaps at least 100 gold each. Uh, very well. I will uh, seek the funds. We're, we're 150 for our dry cleaning bill once we come out of the sewers. Very well, but this gentleman that you're looking for had better be found unharmed. Well, that's hardly up to them, is it, <laughs> Hustus? I'm watching him incredibly carefully because I need to... I'm going to do, you're taking notes. I am taking notes. I'm going to ape these exact manners <laughs> <laughs> next like, time. We, 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 we walk away and we walk away and you're like, well, it's hardly up to them. Well, it's hardly up to them. Isn't that right, Hustus? Isn't that right, Hustus? <laughs> okay, so he... Haughty and imperial, I am Hustus. I'm taking you. the opportunity yes. to give myself advantage on stealth. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're, we're going to catch you in. We're going to catch you in front of the mirror doing this. Oh yeah, I'm already doing so it. The woman Hustus. by now has climbed down from the roof. She's used a, a rusty drain pipe and has now come up to you and is help, helping remove the webbing from you. No hard feelings. You know how it is. Got the wrong idea. That was their lair, was it? I should go check it out, Captain. Uh, yes, yes, please do. Go, go check it out now. Before you go, any, um, um, got any more of those uh, arrows? She quizzically raises an eyebrow and says, uh, yes, I have some of my arrows remaining. <laughs> would you part with maybe just one? Absolutely not. Why would I do such a thing? Well, I just Magic arrows don't grow on trees. Well, well, part, part of it do. do. <laughs> <laughs> There's some snickering from some of them behind <laughs> Uh, make, give me a persuasion check. What is going to be my argument here? Just like, give me your stuff. I, I don't. Um, <laughs> you. I like, I like your. What is my argument? You give me your stuff. Could she have advantage because we said the same thing at the same time again? <laughs> sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> that Tom, that seems like something that they're going to exploit. <laughs> well, so she's going to say, she's going to say, like, okay, so you make you make these arrows yourself? Yeah? I do. Excellent. I have some small arcane tower. I feel like there could be uh, quite a, a, a market for these things. And you know, if you got someone like me who's got a bit of a reputation on the streets using your gear, then maybe people will start to know about you. They'll ask for them. A bit of cash on the side. You know, you, I don't think your job pays that much if I can, if I can be so honest. There's some shock. I think there's a business here. She's... Reputation on the street. I've never heard of you. You heard of her, Captain? Never heard of her. Never Precisely. Heard of That's what makes her such a good individual on the street. <laughs> so what am I rolling? So well, it's a, it's a charisma ability check, and you yeah. can add whatever skill you... I mean, bluff or persuasion. I, I will allow either. Um, I mean, persuasion, I think, is really what it is. And I got a 16 overall. Okay, okay. She, she, she looks at you for a second and says, uh, Well, I mean, you are going to go rescue someone, yes? Oh, yes, absolutely. I'm very motivated to do that. (laughs) She says, all right, all right. I'm quite fond of adventurers, to be perfectly honest. My sister and my auntie and my father were all adventurers. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) Goodwill feeding. (laughs) So she says, you may have this one. And she gives you forth one crossbow bolt. I'll also need one, of course. No. <laughs> How else are we going to market it? <laughs> she, okay, she she looks at you quizzically and says, mm, gives, and, and slowly passes Is over Is it one a webbing more. one? Just yes, like correct. I'll just give it to you once we're out of sight. All right, let's not uh, let's not stand around. Let's get inside this hideout and give the old ones over. Well, well, well. Look at what troublemakers we have here, then. Because <laughs> he, he looks at the paintings in the barrel suspiciously and just kind of looks at you and says, uh, recovery of stolen goods, is it? Night painting. Oh, who needs Art the paper? He says, you're lucky I'm also quite fond of adventurers. Listen, I have one rule. Here is the code legal of Waterdeep. That seems like several more than one rule. Mm. Well, my one rule, smart Alec, is learn that, read it. And also, right. from a personal point of view, keep them right off the streets. I don't care what you lot do in the sewers, as long as you're doing good, which I hope you are. I've got a good feeling about you. He, he looks to Rena and says... You certainly keep good company. Don't disappoint me. Ben. Yes. Lyle. Your stealth check, please. Yes, indeed. Number one <laughs> on the list. Yeah. Impersonating a lord. Colin. Death. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I don't impersonate a lord. So, I just 19. impersonate a 19. Yeah, oh, yeah you, are, you are a ghost in the night. Good. You avoid their notice and you slip away. I am emphatically pleased about this. Excellent work. Now, for the recording, uh, what, what's really cool is this adventure does come with a, uh, a handout of the code legal. which mm, I'm just reading it now. I've scanned and printed out some copies for people. Oh, we better watch this one. Arson. Death. Anyone else want a, a copy of that? Is everything death. There's a. F- <laughs> There's a. The f- word crops up a few times. Com- compared to actual medieval society, it's actually pretty lenient. Uh, it's not. It's not too bad. Not. Not a lot of things uh, carry the death penalty. But it is interesting to note that impersonating a noble does. What I. What did he maybe impersonating a lord? Sorry, a lord. Pardon. Oh, yes. Not a noble. So no. that's okay. I can still. Very. Very. <coughs> different. Yes. Yeah. So, Ben, yep. with your successful stealth check, where are you going? I'm lurking oh, about uh, just mainly to keep an eye, make sure that if things do go south, mm-hmm. I'm in a position to hopefully get to the city what before they do okay. and then affect some sort of risk. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So you're, you sit there watching from the shadows, perfectly hidden, and mm-hmm. thankfully, 
due to the efforts of everyone so far, uh, <laughs> goodwill is maintained and they're going to let you go about their business. There is often an arrangement between the City Watch and adventurers when it comes to things like, you know, delving into dungeons below the city, because that's not something they get paid enough for. They really don't want to go traipsing through the sewers looking for were-rats and uh, gibbering mouthers or whatever other <laughs> nonsense. So that's the sort of thing... Tell me about those gibbering mouthers. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is the sort of thing that they pay adventurers for. So, before you turn around, uh, Captain Staggart says, So, where am I to drop off your bounty? Uh, and you realise what he's doing is he's trying to get an idea of where you reside. Yeah, of course. So, where shall I drop off your bounty once I've reclaimed it from the watchtower? Uh, tavern. Big hole in the floor. Can't miss it. I know of it. You reside there currently? No, give it to the proprietor. He's a uh, friend. He's a mate. All right, just be sure to update your address with city records. Yeah. <laughs> with that, he turns... I like how this is a personating a law. Very, very Death. Slavery. <laughs> Flogging. <laughs> he, so he uh, he nods. They all give you a little salute. And of course, the wandering array. As you recall, they're, in all in, they're all in splint mail. And they have gold and green tabards over them. Uh, and they're large, conical, almost London Bobby-style metal helms. And I've got a little piece of art here. Can I just point out that we have broken... Quite a few. Uh, fencing stolen goods, almost certainly. Robbery. Burglary. <laughs> they don't need to know that. Murdering a citizen with justification. Public blasphemy against the God or Church. Uh, theft. <laughs> Listen, as you are likely going to be encountering uh, the City Guard and the City Watch, I'll yeah. show you both. So yes. the City Guard are... So there's a, a little phrase that helps people remember who does what. So it's, the guard guards the wall, the watch watches all. So the city guard uh, does the actual, they're more like the military. Like they're, they're, okay. Is he's just the guard? No, no, he's, he's city watch. watch, but he's a captain in the city watch. Is this like the rhyme for the water? You know, if it's brown, drink it down. If it's black, send it back. Indeed. So this is the watch. Okay. Oh my God, for, I love it. For the recording, anybody can just Google, you know, water deep city watch. There's some really nice art for this one. So yeah. they, they, they mostly had truncheons. Once again, not to get into escalation they have the the truncheons and the the bucklers as opposed to bladed weapons or crossbows mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, so because i imagine this isn't the city where you can just walk around murdering people willy-nilly no in fact in fact it, it's, it's a little unusual uh, to, to wander very around. little street murder highly <laughs> unusual no 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 to want to even wander around fully armed and armored yeah. uh, any wizard if they're going to reside in Waterdeep, uh should be signing up with the watchful order of magists which is essentially the, the mage guild because well because sometimes sometimes they'll actually have uh, jobs for you bounties to do and stuff like that so it's important to register if you are an arcane spellcaster for whatever reason they don't particularly care if you're a divine spellcaster or a druid but any arcane spellcaster should do that okay the main thing the elite is the griffin riders so they they are the elite uh, sort of golden armored oh. if you can see them on the far right do they ride griffins uh, they ride griffins so every oh, once in yes. a while periodically you'll just see soaring ahead uh, griffins and so forth how would one obtain <laughs> here we go Tom? every time Jez every time you see a magical animal you've got to have it you've got to ride it I'm just going to give you fair warning if you try to tame a griffin I'm going to keep setting it free what if it's already tame I'm going to keep setting it free <laughs> can Sorry. you turn into a capybara not yet probably don't my advice <laughs> unless you want me to speak. she will be on you like a hot rash <laughs> so leave which is what she got after riding the previous capybara <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't get hot rashes, I moisturise. You will want sheer. That uh, very natural extract keeps the skin tight so that you don't get uncomfortable. Supple orc skin. Man, well, uh, man I'm uncomfortable. That's not a phrase I want to hear again. Okay, well, sorry. neither was Capybara's hot rash, but here I go. <laughs> Just assume that this is the conversation that we have when we're going back. So this is the, the gods haven't blessed me with a pretty face, so I've got to do everything I can to... <laughs> This is the conversation you all have as you leave the city guard. You leave Candle Lane, you walk back out onto the main street. So, Lyle, you rejoin the party. Indeed I do. Excellent would it, work. Would it be, should we have, I don't know, thanked the city watch for their service or whatever? I imagine that I was, uh, yes. I think I would have died. We got to be I, know, like, I, I mean, I don't honestly mean it, but you know, they like to hear it. <laughs> no, I, I would I would try and get, I would definitely be quite, um, especially... Yes, I would definitely make ingre- uh, try and make ingress to getting on his good side. Sure. Goodbye. Thank you very much. We'll do a good job. Well, no hard feelings about the net on my clothes. And honestly, uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> probably the most pleasant experience I've ever had with the city watch. Well, that's it. That's why you try and get in good with them because they don't leave you speaking, alone. They arrest me on principle. Well, let's see if we can't. Turn that around, as they say. Yes. Well, okay. So, yes. A, so well, a, as you absolutely a great idea. Let's identify ourselves and get to be known by the city watch. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like they a good idea. Absolutely recognise us. Shake our hands. <laughs> Porters and Gus and lead us away. Well, without the cuffs part, I'm okay with the rest of it. If they Sorry, trust that we're working cuffs. with them. Yeah, well, they still have manacles. Manacles, yeah. Oh, manacles, right. Also, cuff around the ear as well. (laughs) Keep your friends close and your enemies closer, and the city guard closest of all. No. No, no, no. (laughs) Keep the city watch and guard and anything else that might be an authority as far away as possible if they know who you are. I kind of like Well, I'll show you. I will take out my little, you know, uh, fake identifying documents. I'm like, I've already made some inroads. Sorry. Enlisted. No, but it looks like I did. Do do those say that he's a lord? It says he works for one. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Technically, Uh, he's not illegal. Is he (laughs) impersonating an official or a noble? Absolutely. Okay. Both. (laughs) So just saying that we can get you flogged in prison for up to a 10-day and find up to 500 gold pieces. She stole a capybara. Okay, so... Yeah, but you can't prove it. <laughs> Reynard says, Listen, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, Froon could very well be being tortured as we speak. If Where do you think we're going? I, I understand. Listen, I, 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 I am no slouch with arms. However, I have been somewhat exhausted from my experience. And you so, don't want to get your nice clothes dirty. <laughs> Well, actually, to be fair, he he is actually borderline limping. He's yeah. uh, he's oh, okay, sorry. Re- he he's reasonably. I thought he was being dramatic. No, no, no. He's he's actually uh, holding it together oh, quite that. well. He seems to be a relatively tough guy. But okay, you did. I, ex- I probably didn't say that then. That's okay. You did an excellent job back there, old yeah. chat. It seems like you are sort of halfway out the door by the time we arrived. Yes, I mean, I I did manage to go to the closet. However, I I twisted my ankle and so I cannot run. I was waiting for a moment. They were the argument they were having was escalating. I was hoping that it would. Uh, grow to such an alarming degree that I'd be able to slip out through the front door. I was merely choosing my moment, and unfortunately, I froze a little. Mm. I, I saw they, I saw how roughly they manhandled Foon when they took him. It's fair enough. I mean, there's only one of you. Indeed. So, I... Listen. Do you need us to see you somewhere safe? No, not at all. I, in fact, I... You probably should have stuck with the guard then. I, I am not at my best. However... I don't want to get in your way, but if you if you would like me to accompany you to have some extra no. blades, I, I you have done more than enough, and your service back there may have may positively benefit for, for us for some time yet. Consider your due debt to us discharged, as far as I'm concerned. Yes, well, I shall, he, he he turns to you, Lyle, and says, "I consider it no coincidence that you came to my aid. I am a devout follower of Timora, and I I want to thank you very much, uh, uh, father, brother, Lyle." Lyle. 
He says, uh, I will be sure that you are rewarded. Uh, I, my, I do not have the resources of my family any longer, but I am still not without means. And so I shall somehow make it up to you. And he says, uh, listen, fine, Floon, do whatever you can. Uh, I'll be waiting at the yawning portal. Bluffings being upon you, Reyna. He smiles and, and gives you a very, yes, very deep... It is legitimately bluffings. <laughs> all right. Nice to meet you, mate. He gives you, he gives you all a very deep bow and says, sounds like a really good like blessing for a card game. Exactly it, that. Bluffing to be upon you. You just go to the cut. He walks off into the night. Right. So, you now have a simple task to, I, I suppose, unless there's anything else to do, you go down to the sewers and start looking for yellow signs. Yeah. So, I'm ready to go. Who has the healing potion on their person? Uh, I'm happy to say that I've got it if you like. Probably one of you two is most likely to use it. Okay. Now, we did agree did. that the sewers were places that you went, sister, whereas I stay up ground in the nice areas. So you're coming down. It's, ah. it's about time you got your hands dirty and the rest of you too. To be just sparkly gum boots on. Also, hasn't Jess been following you around up above anyway? Yes, but covered in blood and grime, as is befitting her. Then I guess you're going down covered in perfume and silk. Yes, I <laughs> guess so. So, with that then, I imagine you go just to the nearest uh, sewer entrance and make your descent. You walk into a, once again, fog-shrouded alleyway with your footsteps echoing through the still dark night. You pull up the huge manhole cover and then you descend down into the sewers. It is pitch black down here, of course. Who has a light source and who is employing it? Um, I have uh, dark vision. Same. Yes. So do I. <laughs> I think what? there's only one person in the party that doesn't have dark vision. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it, it's important to note, though, that dark vision makes dim light light and makes utter darkness dim light. So you still can't see very well. Like, you have disadvantage on spot checks. If we're for colours and stuff like this, we probably do want a yeah. light source. Dark vision's yeah. fine, but it's not perfect and it's not as good as having light. That's something that I think people forget. They just take Mm. dark vision is like I can see in the dark I can see perfectly in the dark no so it basically it makes it makes utter utter darkness like very very dim light so you know it's still difficult to see it's still not a, an ideal situation if you if you have a light source you might want to employ it I think if we're it. searching we probably use a light yes. source and then what light source that is I don't know well let's find out while they're doing their little thing there the gnome is kind of crouching in the corner kind of so you're fumbling with something in the corner? Yes. Great. What is it? I'm using Tinker. Oh my, what's that? Yes. So basically I have proficiency with artisan's tools and using those tools I can spend around about an hour and 10 GP to uh, construct a tiny clockwork device. Oh my. Nice. Okay. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yes. I would like to make a fire starter, which acts as a torch. Interesting. Okay, well, listen, we can say that, because you, you took a short rest before, I believe, at, status, at a certain point. Oh, no, you, no, you didn't really, did no. you? We've been on the job, but on the other hand, it's not like there wouldn't have been time. I could, I could have actually been doing it while we were dealing with the guard and you know walking down the street. I, I, I will definitely allow that. I'll say that, you know, retroactively, you've been constructing this. You knew you would be going down into the sewers. So while, mm. while this conversation was all being had, you've uh, spent some time constructing that. Great. So you now have a fire starter. It has legs. It has legs. That's really amazing. So a little, a little clockwork fire starter with legs tinkering along. That's amazing. So, pass the butter. So, <laughs> yeah. 
You pass the butter, that's it. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> what is my purpose? So, it, so you descend into the sewers, I guess, holding out this little legged contraption for a little while. You, as the light extends into the uh, mold and refuse-soaked walls, the stench hits you. Now, there is alchemically treated uh, substances in the in the water, so the sewers are not actually... They are somewhat mm. purified. Uh, most, of, most of the water deep sewers have got some kind of magical purification effect, that, which yep. very quickly cleans the refuse and so forth, but it's not as well maintained down the dock ward as it is in certain areas, so there is still, you know, a rather unpleasant odour as you descend. You can see rats and cockroaches just sort of scuttle out of the way of your light and flee from your flee from your approach as you start to make your way down the tunnel of the sewers, looking out for any signs. You do not have to wait long. In fact, not even a spot check required. You very, very soon, when you come to your first junction, you can see that there is a tiny symbol drawn on the wall in yellow chalk. It's basically a palm-sized circle with ten equidistant spokes radiating out from its circumference. Assuming that you just follow along and whenever you come to a turn, you pick the... Mm-hmm. Pick the turn that has the yellow sign. Please. Are we going mad from seeing the yellow sign too much? No, it's it's just a little chalk drawing of a beholder head type thing. <laughs> oh, that's all. Oh, that's, 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 oh, that's, that's, that's all it is. It's fine. Sorry. Don't even worry about it. So you start to make your way down the sewers, obviously, and following these signs, taking the occasional twist and turn, and you realize that it's actually leading you back in, in sort of the direction just a little bit north of where the Zentarum hideout was, so it was, wasn't terribly far away. The first thing that you encounter, however, as you come to a large cross-section, where there's essentially a four-way intersection with a small circular pool in the middle, you can see that there is a ladder that extends upwards, and there is this doesn't appear to be the end of this though this is just sort of a on the way to wherever this lair is but you can see floating in the air there is a, a spherical sort of grapefruit sized creature with a huge bulging central eye and oh. four little stumpy eye stalks oh, but it's only like about the baby beholders it's a small it's called a gazer yeah. and you'd be familiar oh. enough with them they're used mostly as sentries and lookouts and so yeah. forth it's only about the size of they're a like grapefruit like guard dogs very much so. Now, they can't do a lot of the things that beholders do, right? No. Definitely not. Thank God. So, <laughs> it would mostly be a, a sentry, you believe. And you also don't believe that it's particularly guarding what is at the ladder. You think that it's mostly just, you know, they may have several of these gazers. Are they sense-sapient? Yes. Uh. Yes. They observe, they can go and report things, etc. Uh, so, what do you do? So, you, you see, luckily you see it before you approach too much. So if you like, you can try to surprise it, or you can try to cut corners and actually just kind of avoid this intersection entirely. It's up to you. Would this still fall under my urgent ability to be able to get to a destination? Oh yes, the sewers count for sure. Is it possible to buy? Is it possible to use that to bypass? You, you abs- absolutely you can. If you, if you choose to bypass it entirely and don't attack it or take it out, then I will just say that you can navigate around it if you like. It's really just a matter of whether you wanted to try to disable it or whether you wanted to mm. just my, just completely avoid it. My vote would be to avoid this little fella. Um, I am not as established boot at hiding. I am generally uh, too big. <laughs> he looks really suspicious. And not very quiet. Like, I, Hurst wears sort of heavier boots. Okay. Uh, Lyle, you are going to take them on a on a shortcut around this intersection? Indeed. Fantastic. Well, it is as simple as that then. You know you know exactly how to do it. You don't have to sneak because you just <laughs> take a wide berth and go mm-hmm. all, all the way around. As you are making your way around and coming back to the location that you, you know, are, are coming from, you, you can hear the sound of footsteps approaching. It's sort of at a, at a corner. Mm-hmm. And you get the impression that whoever is walking, and you think there's a couple of people at least, because you hear a, a hushed whisper 
pass between. And you realize that they, as you, it's sort of this interesting moment where you come to the corner and you're about to turn down and they're coming the other way and you think that they hear you at the same time that you hear that. Because you're, you're not being stealthy per se. No. Obviously, her, uh, Hurst can't. And so it's safe to assume you're not, I mean, you're not plonking along, but you're not walking quietly either. And they actually aren't either. In fact, you think you can hear them dragging something and they stop and you stop and there's this pause as you believe you're both about 10 feet or 15 feet yeah. from this corner of the sewer. We didn't see anything if you didn't see anything. You hear a, a voice, uh, a male voice call out in an undercommon accent, say, well, uh, I suppose that um, that is fine then. We shall just be on our way. Wait. <laughs> Depends what they're dragging, doesn't it? Oh. I'm coming out now. We don't want any trouble. Oh. And so you come out and you're... <laughs> You're carrying your, you're still carrying the barrel and the paintings? <laughs> well, we were going to get one of our contacts to one of our street runners. Okay, you know what we'll say, actually, just, just really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so retroactively, Raynar yeah. actually can essentially hail a, effectively a handsome cab. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and he will agree to transport your goods All back right. to... We just got a bit distracted by the... Yeah, it was city. something we stated in the last session yeah. at the beginning of this one as well. That's okay. A little, little bit of retroactive uh, sorting that out. Just, I mean, as, as amusing as the image of you <laughs> trundling through the sewers carrying these prizes. Yeah, these guys like, this is our paintings. Ah, oh, yes, and this is our trunk of blood-covered gold. <laughs> no, because, because that's the funny thing. Because the, as these two... And they're drow. They're both male yeah. drow. Oh, wow. They are well-dressed. And they essentially have got something you don't see very often, which is guns, smoke, smoke powder pistols, Ooh. effectively a, like a, a long barreled pirate style pistol, which is, is, is out. Yes, completely illegal. Yeah. Smoke, smoke powder is utterly illegal. Yeah. Fun little fact about combustion and smoke powder and gunpowder and Forgotten Realms. Uh, Mistra, being a god, actually magically makes it impossible for gunpowder to work. And so if you brought C4, in from our world because don't forget Forgotten Realms does is, is contemporary yeah. right and yeah. you know Elminster did in canon go and visit Earth several times that's right he hangs out with um, Ed Greenwood and, Ed Greenwood he's yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so the question as to why they haven't brought back from, you know, machine guns and C4 is because explosives don't work Basically, just magically. If you if you were to bring an AK forty seven, it won't work. Smoke powder is magical. It's not it's not gunpowder. If you made well, gunpowder, it's, 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 it's that sort of like that that it's that an alchemical corner between like it's the god of uh, tinkering invention. What's his face? A gond. Yes. Gond. Yes. So it's it's not it's not overtly magical, but no. it's inherently magical. I, exactly right. It's like it's alchemy. Basically, yeah. it's an alchemical <laughs> substance. Yeah. Yes, man. I have more concerns about the fact that we're dealing with drought. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So so they come out and they are they are really well dressed. They wear they're dressed in like Renaissance you know style suits, puffy sleeves. So uh, they look like me. Oh, hang on. How prejudiced do we need to get into this? Community? Yes. How, how how prejudiced are you against races that traditionally appear to be evil? Hurst says, staring very hard at. Are you, you doing this in game? Because we can do this in game. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be funny. This is something Hurst has to deal with. Just to really yeah. quickly get the description, so they, so they, so yeah, they yeah. come out. They've got their long, shock white hair, of course, and they have very, very pale. I, I prefer drow, not being you know dark skin. So they have very pale purple, Fair enough. pale purple yeah. lavender skin, and uh, one of them even has a um, a, a wicked uh, kind of bowler hat with a black feather in it. Hmm. And they come out. They're both they're both male. They both are covered in blood, yeah. and they are dragging between them a huge blood-soaked barrel. Yeah. And they are just, they have the guns out, and they've also got rather large shields. Yeah. Shields that have a little, a little, um, indent for the in, guy. Indent to place, you know, yeah. the, the, the pistol on top. So they yeah. come out and they say, hello. <laughs> hello. Yeah, and then, hi. 
So they do have the same level of reputation, though, right? Oh, yes, drought. Pretty much but they've, they've universally changed, they've changed, hatred. They've changed it a bit, haven't they, in this setting now that they're not yes. necessarily... Drow are not specifically evil. Like, it's not just no. uh, Dristoden being the, like, the exception. They're culturally evil, not Exa- inherently evil. E- exactly so. No, yeah. but they are not no, objectively meta- Yeah, metagame knowledge understanding from our perspective. Nature versus Is nature. it still old god drow run, or is it more along the lines of, okay, drow can be dealt with? Uh, my, uh, very much, very much the latter. But, I mean, having said that, though, your characters can still be fearful of drow for good reason. Drow are still a large parts of drow society are still very much the enemy in most places even if they're not objectively you know evil but then large parts of human society are enemies to us in real life exactly so, yeah, exactly okay. so. no, I just need to know how prejudicial yeah, well, we do get with this universal setting yeah like what's the setting standard yeah because yeah. I'm not about to go I think that's also partially up to Tom yeah that's, like, what, that's what I need the clarification because oh, yeah, I no, don't no. want this to be a oh it's drow don't worry no, no but at no. the same time I'm not sure if it has to be oh god it's drow we no. need to let people know so so no it wouldn't quite be to that degree definitely they would be likely up to no good they'd be met with suspicion but you can definitely play a drow in Waterdeep and not I, you know, I, I, right. I also interpret their clothes as being non-traditional drow clothes as being yeah. like they're operating independently like they can blend in without having to get like really nice puffy silks and whatnot, you know? I don't know what's fashion in the underdog. <laughs> I assume and it's basically uh, stuff, survival stuff. Are you having this conversation in character? No, is it? Let's, no. Let, 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 yeah. I mean, we can't let's, have this conversation right. in front of them. No, no I agree. But I t- I'll tell you what, in order to back up part of the I thing, I am being very wary around oh, no, And I again, think, I'm oh, going... Honestly, even if they weren't dry, I think we'd probably be wary. Like, yeah. dudes carrying a bloody barrel, you'd be like... Yeah. Listen, Hi. they What's have up? a fearsome reputation. Yeah. It'd be like encountering any other known criminals, which they probably cool. are. Cause All right, thank yeah. you. Well, I'm not going to judge other criminals too harshly. No, right? exactly. I'll just put my hand up and be like, I-, I will say this time, we didn't see anything if you didn't see anything. I like this. This is a good plan. Instead of just, just dead job pass. Oh, so, uh, yeah, basically they just they just log this big barrel. But uh, listen, um, <laughs> my curiosity has the better of me. Where are you going? That well, way. We're going. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> yeah. Home. What's in the barrel? Nothing. We had a we had a decent so no. decent understanding just a second yeah. ago. Yeah, we did. Listen, I offer you advice. You are going towards the in the direction of the Xanathar hideout. Well, I couldn't possibly confirm that. <laughs> okay, okay. I will tell you that uh, hypothetically, mm-hmm. if you were to be on the way to the Xanathar hideout, that there is uh, two goblin sentries, and they are watching through arrow slits in the wall. As you approach, you will see because it is the only place that has light. So I would just be careful. Maybe approach sneakily. And hypothetically, were you to go down that corridor, there may or may not be a gazer floating at a four-way intersection. Hypothetically. They look at each other and say, and they nod and say, well, that's perfect. <laughs> Very good. Thank you so much. He, he tips his bowl hat. Have a nice day. Night. And you as well, madam. <laughs> and with that, you just, just part ways. Yeah, you awkwardly, you... We're all up to legitimate business here. No, because yeah. no, I, I, was, I was never like, oh, no, it's the drama school. But you, know, because you, you, would be, you would be wary anyone you met down. As you pass, because it's a bit cramped. Oh, you have to sort of squeeze oh, them. Oh, Especially with, like, especially with Hurst being yeah. like... Yeah. Oh, but I mean, oh, no, it's, you know, you go... I get, I get, I it's, the, it's the eternal question of, do you, like, pass them in the front 
and the, or just <laughs> the boobs or the butt. The, yeah, like it's so difficult. Do okay. we uh, is, do we have like a little criminal calling card, like a coin with like like a symbol on it or something? I, I, th- I think a coin would be too hard to arrange uh, for your average so. criminal, especially first level. I mean, I think it's just. Why? Why would we have something? Maybe like to let people know about us. You know, like, if you sort of like, if you like, want do you to do business with people? us. Yes, you know. So sort of if you want to do business with us again, here's here's like you know, and then you know all oh, those people we ran into. That's this group, kind of thing for our criminal. Not not the party, but yes. Yeah. But I have a question. Why would a criminal have something like that on their person? <laughs> because we also run a legitimate. We also have a legitimate like name front. Name and reputation. Name like and reputation. Would you not have it for the front instead of for the criminal? Well, that, that, that's what I'm asking. Not. Well, yeah. for us, that's sort of the same. So, do we have like a little calling card like that? Um, look, I was I, just thinking I, of so coin. You're send them the calling card before you steal their heart. Yes. Look, in all honesty, I think the draw's hair is pretty. So, all right, well, <laughs> maybe what it, all it is is that a um, it could be a we've got like a deck of cards, yep. and then on the back of the card, what's in you know the, the pattern is a little. Lock. Yeah. Um, a lock and key. Lock and key. Subtle. No one will ever figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the point. It's plausible well, deniability. We, are, we do run a business. So we do run a business. People do know. So I might, as we pass, I might just flip flip them one of my cards. Mm-hmm. Maybe the different, um, uh, what are they called? Suits of the deck and yeah, stuff like yeah. that means something different. Yes. So if they, you know, maybe the Joker or something like that is if... This, they walk into the business and hand in the Joker card yeah. and they kill them immediately. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, 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 oh, like, all right, if you give them the cups, then you've probably been, like, met them while drinking, so don't necessarily... Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. We'll work yeah. that out later. That's such a clever we'll idea. We'll work that out, but we'll give, I'll give them a card as we pass. Yeah. Right, no, that's all right. Well, you sure? Okay. So you give it... Might be useful to us. Is this... Oh! Okay, so he, he takes... He takes us... Interesting. Uh, so, we are from... Regan Death and flips your coin. Oh! Catch they it. are, um, mm-hmm. out, of, out of game, I don't know if my character would know this, they are no. uh, a rogue, well not a rogue, but they sort of, uh, a bunch of independent operators made up almost entirely of men who are unhappy with the Male. militantly um, matriarchal society of the head drow city. Is this men going their own way? No, no, no. It's not MRAs. It's just that, like, to have any kind of power or authority in the... I, I can't pronounce the name of the... Men's of Aransin. Men's of Aransin. You have to be female. And there are men it's, who are it's just... A, it's a militant, it's a militant uh, matriarchy. Smash the matriarchy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're just kind of like, we, we want to rise higher than being considered just a man... A, so, a mercenary like, guild that ex- that operates both for all the houses of Men's and Baranzan as yeah. well as surface interactions. And Typically, they're led by the Jalaxel. brother of yeah. the current uh, head of the city. Yeah, Jalaxel Banry. Yes. Cool. So he flips you a coin. Well, now we have, if we ever need to have two drow who, you know, have flintlock pistols on our side, we don't. It's an option. He says, any main street, if you walk down it flipping that coin in the air, you will be contacted by us. Mm. You want to write that one down? Like yes, yes. That's cool. Eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have just written drow MRA coin on the back of my <laughs> I will remember what that means. Yes. Worst I, like, I, 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 It was created so many years ago, and I do get in the current climate, you're like, Okay, look, they're all men, but it's not. <laughs> you don't like that, I swear. He gives a deep bow and they leave, and they take your, they they take their leave, and you continue along the alleyway. As you circumvent entirely the cross section that had the gazer, you soon meet up with your original trajectory, and are now once again following the yellow signs. Obviously, keeping an eye out for goblin slits. Exactly. So, cockroaches and rats continue to scurry away from your torchlight as you make your way down the mildew-soaked walls. Eventually, up ahead, true to what he said, you can see the first sign of light 
under the ground. So the main sewer tunnel expands into a circular hub and there is, you can see, because you're looking for it, you can see that there is in fact a pair of arrow slits carved onto its outer walls directly across from each other. There are two passages that continue onto the north and the south and you're essentially coming from the east and there is a stone door set into the back wall of a stone ledge to the west. So the stone ledge comes off the main, the sort of, I guess, uh, thoroughfare of the sewer. And you can see very clearly that there's a stone door. And you can also see the two arrow slits that are carved into the wall. The light source is coming from uh, a symbol of the Xenothar Guild, the, the yellow one, which is also similar to the chalk drawings that you've been following, but this is an arcane rune that actually glows yellow above the door. So the light that is cast out a little bit up the sewers is not not like torchlight, it's like an unnatural yellow colour. What do you do? You are far enough away that should there be sentries that are peeking out of those arrow slits, they could not hear you or see you yet. Is there any way to kind of get in around them or anything like that at all? No, there's one, there's one door. Yeah. And you can see that there is two arrow slits that are sort of across from it. So, so at the edge of the sewer tunnel, there's a stone ledge with a stone door behind it. The two arrow slits are directly across, both in view of the door, as you approach down the sewer tunnel that way. What do you do? I'm wondering if it would actually be fun to fire an arrow in through the slit. It would require like such a good roll, I feel like, and use use one of the webbing Ooh. arrows. <laughs> you, can, you can certainly try that. If you're not trying to hit a creature behind, trying to hit a creature behind this arrow slit will give them improved cover, right? Yeah. Like, so mm -hmm. plus five to their AC. It's just an area effect to get the arrow in there. Exactly. If you want to try to sneak up and just lean the crossbow in quick, <laughs> yeah. and quickly shoot through, just shoot the webbing into the room, you can definitely try and do that. Oh, how, how would people feel if I gave this new arrow I've got here a go? My only problem with this plan, it's a good plan, but the arrow won't stop anything in there from calling out. No, but it, it will might... give us a few moments to get in there. Yeah, hell of a surprise. Are there, are there, are there two slits? There are two mm. slits, correct, across from each other. Yeah. I assume they're both leading into the same room though. Well, no, so they're, they're on opposite, so they're, oh, it's on they're opposite sides of the... They're, they're not in the same room, sorry. No. So this antithetic empathetic here. Well, we do have two arrows. <laughs> does cover that. All That's right. true. You have two arrows. It's possible for two of you to sneak up and do that if you want to. Up to you. I assume there isn't an easy way to get in. Like there isn't an entrance way that gets us into that. It'd be in the back or something. Well, bear in mind you're still down here and you can see the junction. You yeah. can't see too far up either way. Can we... You, you do no. see the stone door, but that's, that's, that, that's, that, that's all you can see right now. Without getting closer, of course. No. All right. We need to take a look a little closer. Can you magic it up, one of you two? I can help one of you get closer so that we can get an idea aware of what we're dealing with here. My thinking is, is there has to be a way that we can get into that room somehow. I imagine going through the door gets us into that room, but this one has to have its own its own means of access. We can check up and down the hall, sneak down. Stealth down, check for um, egress. I think egress. it's a little bit Mark, so you, you can change into different animals here. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, once we take a nap. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Once we take Literally, once really we take it out. It's useful if you be now. a rat right now. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I wish. No. I didn't think about this, but no. And any kind of scrying spells or anything like that that you have, Sam? Could use mold earth and block up and block up the slits in the wall. That oh would be my a good God. idea. Yeah. Mm. yeah, actually. Okay. It's roughly hewn stone. Yeah, and they would have to come out to us. I uh, mean, they're goblins. They probably just think they'll go. They've gone blind. <laughs> well, no, you, you can definitely. That do sounds that. like a good plan. I can do it. Is someone going to be sneaking up to have a closer look? What's happening? Let's see. Look, I'm just going to read up on Mold Earth. If anyone else ha wants to do something, while I'm All doing right, let's that. just let's do some recon at the very least. Yes, okay. agreed. 
Sir, who's You're stealthy? Jez is the stealthiest, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. All right, and yes. I'll convey. Thank you. I'll convey tomorrow's blessing upon you. Does that mean an extra D four? Oh, I'm not terrible at it, actually. That's uh, uh, if you want both of these things, I can. But this one will grant you advantage. Oh, that that's good to me. Yeah. Um. So steel. What's your stealth? Uh, it's pretty good when I can find it. Seven. Okay. So that's yeah, it's two better than me. To unnatural twenty. Wow, okay, so, so you sneak up Thank perfectly. Because otherwise it would have gotten a two. You duck down and you quietly sneak along the edge of the sewer tunnel until eventually you are directly underneath one of the arrow slits. And you can actually hear that there is a whispered conversation going on between both people <laughs> across from the slit. You can hear that, because he said so. I don't care. It sounds like what appears to be a male and a female goblin voice. You've heard enough goblins. Oh, give about who has the better side of the wall. Oh, I hate you right-siding bastards. Just like saying, come over here and say that. All I'm saying is he he didn't talk like a lord. It's like, well, lords don't all talk the same. Yes, they do. Stupid long legs always talk the same. They're all like, It is true, we do sound like that. That's what they sound like. That's them. That's what they sound like. They not sound like that at all. It's more like me 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 me. No, it's more like fair 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 fair. So this is happening. Are they? This is happening. Are they distracted enough that I can actually sneak up? Probably. I mean, look. If you want to sneak up right now, Jez, you can indicate that that they are so distracted that you could motion for somebody else to sneak up if you like. Well, I could go. I could go with Izzy. Yes. Use my stealth to kind of. Assist yep. you, as Possibly. it were. Actually, sorry, just one thing really quickly. Uh, Jez, can you please, once you get to the junction, can you please give me, I, I assume you're scoping the place out, right? That's why you went up to listen and observe? Yeah. Can you please give me a perception check? I wish I heard something a bit different. But, uh, so, perception. 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 It's a roll uh, of a one with a perception of two. Okay. For a solid three. For a solid, solid three. <laughs> You think that you are in sewers. <laughs> Do I? Guys, oh guys, I, guys, I don't want to make a big deal about this, but we might be in the sewers. Okay, is anybody else uh, sneaking up? I want yes. to. Okay, yes. great. Please please roll with advantage because these arguing goblins are arguing. Yeah, no worries. Just bear with me a moment. Me, 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 20. Wait, oh, nice. wait, 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 wait. Hang on. With stealth? Yes. 21. Great. So you are you are up there as well. You are essentially okay. right up to the door, and uh, crouch down so that they cannot, from their angle, see out the arrow slits. Okay. Excellent. So I want to... I'm not sure if I can... You just hear them muttering again, saying like, listen, if you don't shut up, I'm going to shoot you. you oh, couldn't, good. You couldn't shoot me through here. You couldn't hit the broadside of a Tarasque. What's a Tarasque? I don't know, but they're big. So it's big. the Tarasque. Which which it's one? A good was, kind of mushroom, one, I think. Sorry. Which one was saying that they that they um that they'll never speak to them again? So that's the one that's cross. That appears. I mean, it's hard to to discern the difference, but uh, that one sounds like a male goblin. Okay, I am going. I attack to, you. I attack no, you no, 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 no. I have I have a, a crystal around my neck under my tunic. Okay. I press my press my hand to my chest. Okay. Point at the ground. Okay. Whisper some words, and the slit seals up. Oh, fantastic! Okay then. Just bear in mind, this may cause alarm if you're doing this. Obviously, with the, I mean, the slit's closing. That's great, but that might cause some commotion on the inside. Are you happy? Everyone happy with that? But uh, I think the plan is for them to get out. Yeah, come out out to to open the door for us. Great. (laughs) The rock just seals shut, like it's been welded, and you can hear the. 
Like, like a muffled shout coming from inside. Yes. I do it again to the other one. You seal up this both. We realised that the slits were the only form of oxygen getting in and out. Of the <laughs> All right then. So that that so some so things are going to start happening pretty quickly. Uh, I'm not going to go into rounds or anything, but just know that likely there's been some, some commotion inside. You, mm-hmm. you can't really hear them anymore properly. It, it, the sounds are muffled. But uh, now with the slits closed up, what do you do? What, what does everyone do? We're not in combat, but everyone starts probably needs to start to do things pretty quickly. We need to get into battle formation. I knock knock one of the spider web arrows and position it to where I think they are going to both move into. Well, to your your vision, there is just that one, one door. That space, yep. Okay, so as far, as far as you can tell. Is anybody else moving up to the intersection or are you hanging back in the tunnel that you're in? Um, I'll probably move forward. Okay. I'll draw my crossbow out with the, you know, with a... You could stand next to, to the door and just be like, yeah. club ready. So, yeah, so the way it works is, you know, you, you can you can ready uh, to attack the first mm-hmm. enemy that yeah. pops out, basically. That's, that's, good. that's not a problem at all. Uh, great stuff. So, uh, who hands up? Sorry, or, uh, sorry. I guess for the podcast, please verbally tell me whom is going up to the intersection. Just uh, really importantly, uh, Hurst is. Okay, great. Hurst, can you give me a perception check? Uh, Twelve. Twelve. No, that's fine. You see nothing of interest. Anybody else moving up to the there. intersection? So I've got no. line of sight. But that's about it. No. Okay, line of sight. I'm standing back with the crossbow ready. Okay, that's fine. So, in that case... I could give it a shot. There's a trap there, or but a are you off. Are you moving... Actually, sorry. Uh, you you did you did have to move up to the intersection. I did. To, to cast the... Yeah, yes. can you please also give me a perception sure, check? Sure, no Izzy. worries. Izzy gets a perception check. Izzy, you're... 18. 18. Fantastic. You can see in the tunnel to the south, in what south. would be the direction, or I guess leading into the area that the slit across from the door is, you can see what very much looks like a secret door. <gasps> Ooh, cool. Secret tunnel. Ooh. Secret tunnels through the mountains. Secret. Okay, so mm-hmm. there we go. So you can see that there is a secret door. Only you spot it. However, nothing else happens yet. So you've still got some time to do things. Lyle and Jez, what are you doing? So you go first. Just readying. Um, so yeah, you know, actually, you go first. Let's I was see what you do. Much the same thing. So it sounds like we're all readying action. Mm. Uh, correct. Uh, although now Izzy can Guys, point out the, the secret left. door. I mean. I could take care of it. All right. If there's a door to the left, I'll come down as well. Okay, great. Provide a little extra um, pair of eyes on it. No problem whatsoever. So you see the secret door uh, and you can hear there's obviously some commotion uh, Mm -hmm. going on inside. Uh, You're just readying attacks, obviously. Everyone's just got their crossbows trained on the door, etc. I'm also using Hearst as a hiding spot. (laughs) <laughs> yes, which, which, which you can, absolutely. Yes. Uh, so first, uh, where, where are you? Are you in front of the door? Or are you are you right next to the door? Are you further back? What's the situation? I'll uh, probably give myself a little bit of space. Okay. Just in case I want to do something or someone wants to do something through the door. All right then. So, uh, sorry, just to be clear. So I'll probably, t- I'll probably be like uh, 10 feet back from the door. Okay, that's fine. Sounds, sounds good to me. You can start to hear that there are... So you're not going to tell us about the secret door? I did tell you about the secret door. Are yes. we going to go through the secret door? I pointed at the secret door. You didn't see me point at the secret door. I'm watching the secret yeah. door from your from pretty much next to you. Be okay, careful. so we're just monitoring it for surprises. Be careful. Yes. It's a secret. <laughs> yes, that's... <laughs> it's a door. Good. <laughs> right. That's, thank you for that very useful. Did I tell you it's a secret door? Yeah, you mentioned that. Yay! The non, the non, all of a sudden, the non-secret door is yanked open, <laughs> and 
and you can see inside that there are <coughs> two goblins. Uh, one, is, one is female and one is male. They are both wearing just like leather armor, which is actually dyed a dark purple color to match the Xanathar Guild theme. And you know, little leather caps on and crossbows out. Open the door and like essentially go 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 out to investigate. Just mm. stupidly, one of them remains slightly behind the door. Uh, taking cover from it, but the other one just bursts out. So ready to action for any for those three, those those three that were ready in action to attack. Who wants to go? I did not ready in action. Jez. All right. So let's go clockwise. She uh, shoots at the uh, two goblins. Oh, so you're I'm using the webbing? Yep. Yeah, okay. To ensnare them. Great. So she aims her crossbow. She rolls an 18 plus 5, so that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So the crossbow bolt thuds to the ground perfectly between them, Mm -hmm. and so they are going to make a dexterity saving throw to attempt to avoid it. They fail. They are ensnared in webbing. Uh, Now, you can, of course, Nick can make his attack. He's ready to attack. I'm I'm killing these guys, I guess. I I don't know. Are you? You've kind of humanized them now, and I don't want to. (laughs) I understand. Last point of damage that you can do can be specified as non-lethal. Only for a melee attack, though. Not for a crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. I guess. I guess that's obviously the plan. I'll go to shoot. Well, you can. I mean, you can. You know, you you can run up and knock them out if you want to. Yeah. Or you can, can, I suggest that they're not going anywhere. I would definitely have. I would definitely have blunt crossbow bolts, especially. Uh, in my life work. I mean, they're not. Uh, fouling blunts. They're called fouling blunts. The one's designed to stun rather than. They've oh. got a big. Um, you get like a almost like a punch in. They've got, they have a, <laughs> oh, they have a round. Blood. Yeah, no, not quite. It's a padded round knob on the end. And right. It's designed for stun. I'm sorry, were you describing yourself? Okay. <laughs> I, I I will allow you to have as long as you you buy them and spend the upkeep on purchasing okay. these things, and they will do less damage. They'll do like yeah. a D four. Yes, because I mean I'm not going around shooting all of my opponents in the broad daylight. No, it's often used as a non-lethal. Kind no, of. I'm 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 all in favor of. Uh, not taking the murder option all the time so that's why I'm like thief over here I can't wait until you get your water arrows it'll mm. do the same as an improvised weapon which yeah. is a d4 right. so no, go, I'll go. go for it yeah. um, so I get 19 to hit great Yeah. so that easily hits roll damage and I'm coming out of stealth so I guess I can add oh most certainly it's a, it's you. yeah so that is ooh, an imp- rather oh wow actually that's, that's really good uh, that is uh, 12 some dual damage wow so the fouling blunt soars across and strikes the female goblin directly in the hat her her leather cap flies comically off her head and she falls unconscious but still remains strung up in the web like a suspended puppet. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> so that, with a oof sound. Hurst, please take your ready attack. Uh, I mean, I guess I have to cast a spell. Biakuz. Biakua. I don't want to walk into the web and I'm not going to go completely loud just yet. Well, with that attack roll, Nadia could easily have entangled both of them while having the area of effect only encapsulate them and not the adjacent uh, area next to them. So, like, she's <coughs> behind them. So you could, yeah, so you so you can walk up and smack them in the head. Uh, are we, so we're not killing these things? Well, I was thinking in-game, good for getting information. Okay. Out of game, I like their impressions of us. Tom Gondon human yeah, goblinized them. Hey, close. you didn't hear those. No, out of game I did. But in game, I'm just thinking, you know, information to be got. Alright. Well I see a blunt arrow hit them and I'm like, well, I guess we're yeah. doing this then. Okay then. Uh Hurst will rumble up and uh swing his scimitar at one of the goblins, just <laughs> hit it with the flat of the blade. Yeah, ring it spell. Dean to hit. <laughs> that easily hits. And well, not, not easily. I'm a class. Uh, I'm a class. Three damage. Fuck me. So three damage. Okay. So you smack this guy on the side of the on the side of the face. Uh, the pommel of your scimitar smashes him. He's like, "Oh, I'll have you for that." 
as he struggles vainly in the way. <laughs> I could, I could, I could slit you. You what, mate? You what? I could slit you through here and now if you want, mate. Wait till I get free. All right. So now, now we are going to roll initiative. Everyone, please. So also, I've got five of these failing blunts, and I will obviously collect it after combat. Okay. Fuck. Hey, that's not a good roll. That's not a bad roll. Twelve for me. Um, so Nadia is 12. 14. Nick is 14. Sam? Just bear me a moment. Mark? He can't turn into a five. Bag. Okay, Mark is 5. And My then 16. Isn't going to be used for combat. No, no. I'm a spellcast off. It's good. He'll have to badger with you then, Sam. And Sam. <laughs> 16. Uh, whom has the highest deck set of YouTube? Plus 3. God, no. <laughs> Plus 1. <laughs> Bam, uh, Lyle, you are first. Oh, excellent. So both uh, both of these guys have been taken out? No. No, one, one has been hit, but is still struggling in the web, and, okay. but is still conscious. All right, so I will take uh, the small mace that I have, which can be more <laughs> argued as a blackjack in a, in a regular person's hand. That's great. Uh, and then likewise, I shall... Uh, actually, no, I might use the dagger for this one, but I'm going to use the pommel of it yeah. when cool. I get finesse benefit. Yep, oh, of course, that makes perfect sense. Yep. All right. Yeah, that's a one. Oh my. Yeah. What happens? You well, cut him free accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> you accidentally cut him free. No, we'll just you know, it's 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 just awkward. You know, you you swing out your <laughs> your your dagger almost almost gets tangled in the web. You're you know? slightly embarrassed. You're slightly yeah, it's like my date the other night. You look just really, awkward. Just, <laughs> just awkward. Sam, your turn. Uh I am Izzy, Izzy, your turn. Yes. I will actually same 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 person. Yeah. Or same problem. I will whap it on the head with my quarterstaff. Hells yeah. yeah. Running up, Izzy whips out the quarterstaff and tries to conk it over the head. <laughs> Give it a go. 18. Great. You you easily hit. Roll damage. Excellent. And then I... Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm very sorry. Can I possibly go back a step? Sure. Halflings get to re-roll ones. Yeah. Oh. On ability oh. checks, uh, my attacks goodness. and saving throws. <laughs> my and goodness. my next roll is a natural 20, but I would like to... <sighs> Also work with um, with Izzy, Izzy. Okay. on this one. So I'm going to put forward a notion okay. that it looks like I stumble. Yep. I instead go behind uh, his knees, and then Izzy can come up with the um, with the bat. Yes, that's and knock him further into the web and possibly out. That's great. Okay, that's great. Uh, I, I like it. I like it. A, I like it a lot. That's great. So you stumble awkwardly, but then you yes. tuck you, you tuck down behind its legs and you yep. thwack him in the head and, and thwack him in the head for. That's cool. Would you mind if she takes the double damage then, if that's possible? Yes, please do. Consider okay. it a crit. So roll, roll your damage dice twice. Hang on. Uh, 2d8? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly right. All right. 13 points of damage. So, th- wow. Okay, so this <laughs> this goblin is going to sleep like Rip Van Winkle. You smack him over the head. And there is a really echoing crack. And for a split second, you think that your goal of non-lethality may have been, <laughs> may have been circumvented. Oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit! But it's okay. Once again, he, like the other one, is just suspended comically, unconscious, but still but still sort of strung up in the webbing. So, as far as you're aware, combat over. What do you do? Uh, let's go to the secret door. Okay, so, you make your way south to the secret door. Thanks for listening to Shared Sagas. All music on the show is used under Creative Commons. Check the episode notes for full details.